living the 1.5 degrees Celsius lifestyle. The role of households in parallel with governments in slowing down global warming. In the rush to meet the challenge of keeping global warming within a certain limit, governments and industries are voluntarily declaring their deadlines to reduce GHG emissions by adopting new technologies. This is the supply-side means to address the issue of global warming. However, what is equally important, but often overlooked are the demand-side strategies and actions to combat global warming. Here, households and individuals play a major role, in parallel with governments, industries, and civil society organizations. According to Future Earth, households in the high-income class must reduce their carbon footprint by modifying their lifestyle. There should be a consumption corridor set by limits the bottom line for a carbon footprint-based lifestyle that meets the dignity of man and a top line that restricts consumption, read luxury, based lifestyle according to the global emission reduction targets. How can we know and direct demand-side solutions, because predominantly they come from households, which are motivated by cultural settings? Two public initiatives can demonstrate the success of demand-side solutions. These are initiated by the government, but nevertheless, captured by the public and are progressing with full support from all stakeholders. One comes from the Niljiris, a hilly district in the state of Tamil Nadu in India. Niljiris is a beautiful place with a salubrious climate, fragile ecological diversity known for its flora and fauna, and is home to indigenous tribes, who settled here much before the British developed this region as their summer capital of the then Madras province in India. The People's Movement, called Green Brigade, was started in 2000 by the district administration and soon won the support of local representatives, residents, shopkeepers, etc. Niljiris is a tourist destination and it attracts hundreds of thousands of tourists every year. At every entry point, tourists are checked for polythene bags and informed that Niljiris is a plastic-free zone. The success is that cold beverages can be bought only in cans, water vending machines are set up at important locations and plastic waste is completely avoided. The second is the Yellow Bag Awareness Campaign launched by the government of Tamil Nadu in 2021. This scheme encourages residents to use cloth bags, called yellow bags, because of their ubiquitous presence in that color only, and used by the residents till the 1980s for all shopping purposes. In the last few months since the launch, there has been a considerable increase in the use of cloth and jute bags, and this beautiful sight can be seen in the streets and shopping malls. The uniqueness of these two initiatives is founded upon their simplicity of approach, reconstruction of old habits, and tremendous support from the people. Note that there was no fanfare in grand announcements about any deadline, targets, etc. This is the power of people-led movements. There are two challenges for large-scale people movements towards a sustainable world. The first is replication. How can these movements be replicated in different geographies and how can stakeholders communicate for the transfer of best practices and knowledge? The second challenge is how to translate these initiatives into other areas of carbon emissions. For instance, sustainable food habits are based on the local availability of food that is suited to the climate, soil, and water. This is not an insurmountable challenge because these sustainable habits were practiced decades back, before industrialization, globalization, etc. For instance, in India, coarse cereals such as millets, 
which are ideally suited for dryland farming, were cultivated to a large extent half a century ago. This practice slowly decreased due to the importance given to rice cultivation, which is water-intensive cultivation and a major emitter of methane. Again, in this case, it is a matter of reconstruction of lost habits and culture. The above initiatives show that these lost habits and cultures can be brought back by people-led movements and certainly civil society organizations have a larger role. There are other areas of carbon emissions ranging from construction to transportation which will need to be addressed from the demand side with solutions coming from people and households. Thank you for listening to this article. As our founder, Supriya Verma, always says, sustainability is all about teamwork. Show your support for independent, high-impact publications. Consider donating to the Sustainability X registered magazine to help us continue our vital work bringing the environment and economy together for a sustainable future through dialogue. Or consider becoming a member for less than two US dollars a month and help power international conversations that matter. Cheers to a sustainable world.